Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. On this episode, we interviewed Megan Sweary. Megan's the program coordinator at the Papa John Center for Entrepreneurship and is heavily involved in the Size Starters program. So we interviewed her about this summer's cohort, the evolution of the program since its inception, and her history as an ISU alumnus. I really enjoyed chatting with Megan, and I hope you all do too. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Uh, today we're joined by Megan Sweary, who is the program coordinator for the Papa John Center. So hi, Megan. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, could you kind of tell our audience what you do for the Papa John Center? Yeah. So the Papa John Center is an entity within Iowa State that offers entrepreneurship programming to students and the larger community. So we offer things outside of the classroom as kind of a continuation of their learning. So as program coordinator, I put on events throughout the year, different workshops, pitch competitions. Um, I'll meet one-on-one with students to help talk through their business ideas or help them scale. So just here to be a resource and help put on all the offerings that we offer at the Papa John Center. Awesome. So um, you said like an extension of the classroom. Um, obviously, that's pretty focused on entrepreneurship, but do you tailor towards other majors as well, or how does that work? Yeah, so the Papa John Center is for students across campus, so we don't just work with business students, we work with anybody, and they don't have to have an entrepreneurship major or minor, just an interest, so there's really no requirement to work with us. And we specifically do recruit out of all colleges. So we host a pitch competition in the spring in each individual college to help get those students involved. And then for our summer program, SciStarters, we really intentionally recruit out of every single college so that there's representation in the group and just a wide variety of experiences and backgrounds to kind of learn from each other with. Yeah, that's awesome. I've noticed every cohort has such a diverse group in it, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, we do that intentionally. Yeah. Um, so something interesting about you, you were actually a part of the first SciStarters cohort, that's correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, it was really great. Honestly, it shaped like my trajectory for what I ended up doing. So I went to school here, I graduated in 2016, and I had a major in marketing and supply chain with a minor in entrepreneurship. And in one of my entrepreneurship classes, I came up with this business idea as one of the class projects and kind of fell in love with the idea, was excited about it, applied for SciStarters and got in. And honestly, getting in is the only reason I even pursued my business. And then from there, I actually um, did it on the side for a year and then went full time for two years before I came back here. So without SciStarters, that would have never happened. That's awesome. Uh, Do you still do that business then or? I don't anymore. I closed the doors once I came here, but Yeah. yeah, did it for three years. It was a good experience. That's very cool. So You don't encounter a lot of college students who are thinking of new business ideas. Is that always something that you have thought of, like starting your own business, or where did that come from? I always thought like entrepreneurship sounded great and being my own boss, but it wasn't, it was something I thought would happen like way further down the road than it did. And just through the different projects and things like at within the entrepreneurship classes and within like Papa John Center offerings. 
it kind of pushes you to like brainstorm what ideas are. So we always tell people, think about what are the big problems in your life that bother you. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's where a business idea starts is you identify a problem and then come up with an idea. And so that's kind of what the class had pushed me to do, which is how I identified this need, which became my business. And I, I agree, like a lot of students think, oh, I'm not far enough down the road to be able to engage, but we do stuff from all levels. You don't have to have an idea to participate in our stuff. Mm-hmm. Our goal is just to help you like start thinking that way and identifying opportunity when you see it. Very cool, very cool. Um, so what would you say has changed within the SciStars program since you started in the first cohort? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, the basis of it is still the same. I would say we've just kind of expanded some of the offerings. Um, and But like the core tenets of what makes up SciStarters hasn't changed since the first year. Mm-hmm. The biggest change is probably just time. Like we have a bigger alumni network. And so like now we pair everybody with a alumni of the program to be like a peer mentor, which obviously didn't exist right. the first year. Um, the first year we were like in the process of moving into the core facility as a Papa John Center. So we had a little bit of a different setup for workspace. We weren't with the Papa John Center team, but we had space in the research park for our offices. Mm -hmm. So like little things like that have changed, but the basis of education, mentorship, community type of thing, big final demo day, community event, all that stuff is the same as when it was the first year. That's cool. So it's just, it's more or less the same, but with more resources. Yeah. Yeah. And what um what is your role been in that? I mean, I'm sure that they value someone who was in the first cohort participating in it. Um, what is your role been in shaping what SciStarters is today? Yeah. So the last few years I've gotten to kind of be in the driver's seat of SciStarters. So I get to kind of formulate what programming we need to offer, what education resources. Like I said, a lot of it is like rinse and repeat what we've done in the past. Um, we do surveys with our students every single week. And so we'll know what went well, what didn't, maybe what other resources they need. So I get to just kind of take all the information we have and my experiences and figure out what things we can add to the program that better prepares them to launch at the end of the summer or scale. A lot of them are already launched, so. That's cool. Um, So I guess just backing up, because I I know a little bit about size starters, but maybe our listeners don't. Could you kind of walk through what what the summer of size starters looks like? Yeah. So SciStarters is an 11-week program, and throughout the summer, we have usually like 12 to 15 businesses who participate. They get funding. So if they're an individual, they get $6,500. If they're a team, they get $13,000. They get space to work out of, so they work here at the core facility of the research park with us. In our offices, we have like a computer lab area. Um, We have education sessions, so five days a week they're with us at least half the day learning about different aspects of business that they might need to know about. So anything from customer discovery to website design to marketing, legal, finance, we try and make sure that they have all the tools they need by the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have mentors for them, so they get a peer mentor who's an alumni of our program, and a lot of those people are actually still running their businesses, so they're great resources. And then also what we call like professional mentors. So I would say people who have maybe a few more years under their belt um, in a specific industry that the student is either in or needs help breaking into. So they get professional mentorship there. 
And then we give them opportunities to pitch. So they do a community kickoff in the beginning. We encourage them to participate in One Million Cups Ames, where they will pitch their business to local community people. And then at the end, we have something called Demo Day, which will be on July 28th here at the core facility from 3 to 5. And that's open to anybody in the public who wants to support the size starters and hear what they've been working on. Awesome. Yeah, that, that One Million Cups presentation is pretty cool. I went to a few of them, and they're just... Oh, they're so interesting to listen to. Yeah, it's like a wide gamut of businesses that come, and Mm -hmm. they're all local. And sometimes you learn about things that you didn't know were in our community. So it's a great thing. And I feel like everyone that talks at it is just so fired up about what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. hearing people talk about their passion is the coolest thing in the world. It is really fun, yeah. Um, How do you feel about this cohort, Cohort 7? (laughs) Um, They're awesome. I feel that way every year, though. Like, Mm -hmm. we've had yet to have a bad cohort, in my opinion. Uh, This group, I would say, like, right off the bat, they just were really, like, open with each other and really good at giving each other constructive feedback and taking it. So watching the cohort become, like, a team has probably been, like, my favorite part of this summer. Yeah, that's cool. I've I've definitely seen that. I'm working in the same building. They definitely seem like they have a good camaraderie. Yeah, they're hanging out together. They're staying around the building. They're working. Everybody's working on their own thing, but they're really looking at it as, okay, we're all in this together. And that is my goal because entrepreneurship can be really lonely. And so having a group of people who maybe are not working on your business, but can at least understand this idea of like having your own business, entrepreneurship, and actually doing it, it's just, it's great to see them forming those connections. And I really hope that they continue them and on hard days in the future that they can lean back on each other. Absolutely. Um, we interviewed a few size starters last year and hearing them talk about their experience. I think the biggest thing they said was just everyone is there to help each other. Um, Mm -hmm. even the different people within the cohort, like they might've offered an idea to a business that they don't know anything about that then someone might actually implement. And that's just interesting. Yeah, it is. And it happens all the time. It's cool. I mean, a lot of the times you don't have to be like the business owner to see gaps. Actually, sometimes being outside of the business helps you have a better perspective and can maybe put some light on blind spots that you have when you're in it like 24-7, working on it nonstop. Sometimes you kind of forget about things without, For sure. you know, you have these little blind spots. So that's what I hope comes up when they... And if you're friends and you have a positive relationship, then you can have those conversations and have it be really positive. Yeah, I, I think it's so true about what you're saying about the blind spots because it's like you could be working on something and to you it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But then to someone else who's looking at it, they're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense to you. And you're like, no, 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 you don't get it. But you have to be so transparent Yep. in order sure. to have an audience. Um, so Demo Day, you mentioned... Yeah, um, shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries there. Uh, it's the 28th. So what do you hope to see within the size starter students within the next month coming towards demo day? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, everybody's a little bit different because everybody's in different stages of their business. But I would say overall, this group has been so great about taking every opportunity they can to pitch, get in front of people, customer discovery. They've been doing a great job of talking to potential customers and getting a better idea of what their business needs are. So I would say just keep iterating on that is what I hope for and that they we're at the halfway point now. So we've done about five or six weeks. And so I think about how much they've accomplished till now. It's actually still a lot of time. There's a lot that can change. Mm -hmm. So I just hope they 
keep working hard and that they can make as much progress as possible so that they are ready, if not to launch, to have, well, for some of them launch, for some of them launch their next thing or scale, whatever that is, whatever their goal is. Yeah, it's it's such a cool process. I, I loved going to Demo Day last year and just sitting in and seeing all the different ideas. And yeah, some of them were not launched yet and then some of them were very much already had a business going. And it's just, it's cool to see people my age, 22 or younger, mm-hmm. doing something like this. Yeah, it is cool. And that's the thing. They come in at different stages, too. So everybody in the room is kind of at a different starting point. And that comes through for sure on demo day. But it's cool just to see how much they've all accomplished in like their respective spaces. It is literally, I think, my favorite event of the year. I'm usually yeah. in the front row with a huge smile on my face <laughs> that I can't wipe off because I'm just so proud of all of them and all the work they've put in. Absolutely. Um, so a big thing at the park is, uh, you know, we we preach innovation. So, I mean, obviously you're around entrepreneurs all day, but where do you see innovation within your own workplace? Ooh, that's a good question. I think we have to innovate all the time. So in, in our space, like we're teaching entrepreneurship, so we need to be up to date with like what's going on, the top innovations, like how to teach, but also we put on the same events every year, but we change the topics and the speakers and the teachings mm-hmm. because we want people to be able to come year over year. So every single time we're doing a planning stage for our next event, we have to like innovate and figure out what else is needed, what other areas have we not talked about recently that like we can help learn again, or are there new things in our space that we can help bring to light? So I would say we're kind of constantly in entrepreneur entrepreneurship you got to constantly be on your toes and always kind of looking to see what the next big thing is and so yeah yeah that's how I think we we innovate that's cool um I feel like you kind of touched on it but um how we every every podcast I ask this question how would you define innovation um yeah how what is your personal definition it's kind of different for everybody but where do you see it yeah I think for me, innovation is, it can be as small as an iteration of something that already exists. So we like to call that like a better mousetrap in entrepreneurship, or it can be something like completely new that nobody's ever seen before. But either way, it's like a new, better way of doing something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's so true. And it seems like that you, you all at, uh, Papa John Center have that grasp of that too. And that's why you're constantly updating and innovating. So that's cool. We're trying to. Yeah, Yeah. it's important for sure. Um, Well, thank you so much for coming on, Megan. Uh, Definitely check out Demo Day on July 28th. And do you have anything else that you'd like to plug before you go? Um, I don't think so. Just Demo Day. We'll hope to see you all there. It's totally free. Three to five, core facility of the research park. Great. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks.